showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends here at the Long Box Crusade. I'm sitting here in our 221B Baker Street flat as we record in London, England, and I am your host, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. And joining me, as always, is the Watson to my Sherlock, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. How are we feeling today, Dr. Cristados? Aha, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. I have found you at last. Aha. You have been making advances to my wife, and I am going to trash you with an inch of your life. Oh, man, it wasn't me. You got the wrong guy, yeah. man. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. But I've been no. hearing things. That was a pretty funny scene. Oh, goodness. Also joining us on this episode is the Mycroft in my Sherlock, my older, wiser brother, Jason, the Weasel Skull Albrick. I'm not I'm not sure if he made it this episode. Are you, are you out there, Jason? Oh, I am here. Yes. I, I hear his voice coming from the other room. Is that my brother? <laughs> It's, it's a callback to last episode. The correct answer is no, baby. That's not. It's not. That's not what it's like. Oh, okay. Man, that's that's deep cuts. Yeah, I went back to last episode. episode. No, in all honesty, man, I'm a little shaken up. I was going to go visit a friend of mine in the psychiatric ward, and Pat just started beating the piss out of me. I have no idea why. Uh, that's been going around. He accused me of. of a, he was a like swinging life. like a madman. I mean, there, oh. I, it was something. Oh, maybe I got my Alberts mixed up. <laughs> Have you been making advances to my wife? <laughs> yeah, I think it was Jason the whole time. Someone's got to bring order to this chaos, and that person's going to have to be our favorite constable, Delvin the Dark Web Wilkins. How are we doing today, Bobby Wilkins? I don't know if I'm going to be the person to help you out. Like, <laughs> I've been diagnosed not just as mad, but hopelessly mad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's a whole other level. I know. Mad's one level, but hopelessly mad? There's no coming back from that. <laughs> We, we've got a lot to talk about in tonight's episode, but uh, let's get a flavor for the show. Dr. Cristados, give these folks the rundown. Well, certainly, Jared. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review, sometimes index show, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. We've got some plans for down the road, but for the first stretch of Saturday Matinee Theater, we'll be covering all 39 episodes of the 1954 television series Sherlock Holmes, with some sprinkles of other fun tossed in from time to time. 1954's Sherlock Holmes was produced by Sheldon Reynolds. It starred Ron Howard as Sherlock Holmes and H. Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson. So take off your deerstalker cap, light your pipe, and get cozy by the fireplace, and let the soothing violin music of Mr. Sherlock Holmes whisk you away into the past. But don't forget to lock your doors. Pat, that's sparkling as ever. Man. Oh, thank you. Would you say it sings? <laughs> <laughs> I would. It had a ghostly feel to it. Very close. Very <laughs> close to singing. It's been a long week, man, and I really just needed that to set my mood back right, so I appreciate that. It's oh, great. I, if you need violin I, music to set your mood right, I'll hand it over. I'll play. Oh, no. Yeah, hold on. No. Hold on. No. 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 Hold on a Give me your bow once. No, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Put some soap on it. Oh, <laughs> I heard that it makes it sound better. Well... Screw you guys. Okay. 
<laughs> and on that positive note, I will give you the episode rundown. Episode 14 was titled The Case of the Singing Violin. The original air date was 24 January 1955. The director, Steve Previn. The writer, Kay Cross. With guest stars, Archie Duncan as Inspector Lestrade, Arnold Bell as Guy Dunham, Delphine Sayrig as Betty Dunham, and Kay Richard Lark as Wilkins. <laughs> He's free! As a reminder, all 39 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode and then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. There are definitely some spoilers heading your way. So again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here. Go check it out on YouTube and then come back to join our discussion. And at only 26 minutes per episode is not that big of a time demand. For those of you about to do the right thing and watch along with us, don't forget to comment about it on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following homes. Gentlemen, all at once. One, two, three. Hashtag I'm following homes. Hashtag I'm following homes. Hashtag I'm following homes. <laughs> That's not com- at once. Yeah, com- combine it to make it seem like we, you know, actually have some conversation. <laughs> That's too much work. That's too much editing work. <laughs> Hashtag I'm not following directions. <laughs> That's a good try, though. Just curious, Delvin. So you recommend that they watch the show before listening to this yes. episode? Yes. Because basically we're just going to spoil three parts. The beginning, the middle, and the end. Yes. But other okay. than that, we're going to leave it up to guess. Okay. Yeah. I'll be back in about 26 minutes. All right. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, we love to hear from your insights as well, listening audience. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary. Got you covered. episode begins at the home of Guy Dunham, where his stepdaughter Betty is terrified when she sees the ghost of a man playing the violin. Betty screams out, rousing the aid of her fiancé Jimmy and the housekeeper and Mr. Dunham himself. Mr. Dunham takes this opportunity to attempt to convince Jimmy not to marry Betty, saying she is obviously certifiably insane. Jimmy isn't so sure, so he heads to 221B Baker Street for some assistance, but he never makes it inside. He is shot dead in the street in front of Holmes and Watson's flat. These would be those spoilers Delvin warned you about. Luckily, Lestrade just happened on the scene after leaving the office in the capable hands of Bobby Wilkins. Lestrade heads up to 221B, where Holmes reveals that he already knows who the murderer is. And this is at the mid-show break. So Watson, Lestrade, and the audience get to spend the second half of the episode catching up with Holmes. After a quick trip to Dunham's house to find out what a weasel Dunham is, the lad set a trap for him over at the hospital. Will Holmes be in time to save Betty Dunham? Will Lestrade reprimand Wilkins for his hilarious insubordination? Will Watson prove once and for all that he is the ultimate wingman? Tune in and find out. 
And that's our show, boys. That was a hardcore yes to that last question. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, he proved himself. And I have a funny feeling that as I start pitching around highs and lows, this one's going to show up early. So give me a high or a low, Mr. Pat, DJ Christados, Dr. Sampson. A high is Holmes always is one-upping Lestrade. It's true. (laughs) I'd like that. Once he comes into the flat, Holmes already knows why he's there, what's going on. And I like how Lestrade tried to play it off. Like, he wasn't going to be there, but then just happened to show up. We all know he was going there. (laughs) Out of pure boredom, nonetheless. Yeah, Yeah, because they're so bored. He's like, yeah, yeah, if there's nothing going on here, there's something going over at 221B. I'm going to take a walk. That's got to be kind of humbling, though. At some point, it was probably like Bobby Lestrade, and he had to scrape and hustle and work his way up to Inspector and be all respected, and and then his homes dude comes along. (laughs) Takes all his business. Takes all the thunder, takes like all the cases, whatever. It's like, this is is crap. And and nobody underneath him respects Lestrade anymore. Well, that Holmes guy is pretty good. (laughs) Even Wilkins is like, oh, yeah, I remember. That's the one that Holmes solved, right? Well, we worked on it, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, we filed the paperwork. (laughs) I don't see Holmes here all night writing all this information down. Jason, give us a high or a low. I'll just say it. There was no flashback this episode. (laughs) You know, I I didn't even notice that. I think they followed your advice. I think, Pat, you mentioned it last time. It's like, just set up the story at the beginning, you know, and that's what they did. And I think I enjoyed it more this way. I thought that the story seemed to flow a little bit better. So, you know, Jason, not having any flashbacks reminds me of that one time. It's like, no, you son of a... (laughs) That is funny, because I did flash back to the last episode with Pat. (laughs) Flashing back to that last episode where Pat said, we shouldn't do flashbacks anymore. (laughs) I appreciated that. No flashbacks. Excellent, excellent. All right, Dark Web, high or low, sir? I don't have any lows, so that's going to be my little spoiler for the next few minutes, but... I will shamelessly self-promote and say that Wilkins, Wilkins is here! (laughs) In glorious fashion, too. It was very funny. Oh, yeah. Like, I think the total amount of screen time I've seen of Bobby Wilkins since I've been doing this, like, combined is maybe three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. In fact, he wasn't actually credited in this episode. I put his name in the credits, though, because he was there. That's a good man, you know? I'm I'm, I'm looking at you like Dr. Evil style with that pride look. (laughs) (laughs) Like <laughs> coming back straight face coming because back, Bobby, I don't want to show too much emotion here, <laughs> but it was awesome that he was there. And even in that very short time, it definitely set up that theme between him and Lestrade where he's like, <laughs> I think yeah. you're kind of a boob, Lestrade. <laughs> <laughs> Just was, a little was, bit. Was I the only one that when the door opened and you saw him, I was like, oh, Wilkins. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I yelled out Wilkins. <laughs> Me too. Uh, anybody else out there in the listening land, did you also yell out Wilkins? Let us know. <laughs> we love Bobby W. Yes, we do. You got a higher low for us, Pat? I got another high, just like Devin. I don't think I wrote down any lows. And I got a lot of different highs here all around the same thing. Sneaky Holmes. Ah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a... if it was so much Sneaky Holmes as it was incompetent villains. I mean, he pretty much walked right into that office and just watched him set up that murder plot. I was like, nobody's noticing him standing right there in the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
They did not subscribe to the loose lips sink ships philosophy. <laughs> no, they did not. This was before the age of tape recorders because, my goodness, they were completely yeah. open with their evil plot there. Like, okay, I'm not going to kill them. You're going to kill them, right? <laughs> yes. I'm totally going to kill her. And I'm going to do it by shooting her with morphine. This morphine that I hold in my hand. The morphine that's I handed to fine. you? Yes, that's fine. Yes, that morphine. And I'll sign off on that. <laughs> wonder how much money he was going to get. They, that's the only thing they didn't go into is that guy paying him other people off. But I just thought that was pretty sneaky. He was a pretty sneaky guy. Holmes was around there, you know, at the door in the beginning when they went into his office. He kind of hung out and then he sneaked right in past that new yeah. maid. Yeah. In the cab ride, he leaves. It's Watson, dumb ditch, Watson. It's like, come on, Watson. It's a cab drawn by horses. Yeah. It's pulling away slowly. Just walk back up and get back in it. Oh, goodness. Well, what do you got, Jason? High or low? I'll give another high to Watson, like we talked about being the ultimate wingman. And he basically beat the heck out of the entire staff at that <laughs> mental hospital. Sure did. I don't know how I feel about that. These poor guys, they just work here, man. And you're just, just whooping tail. Yeah, you can hear them... The sounds that are yes. boop, boop, boop. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it reminded me of Happy Gilmore in that scene where uh, Richard Keel, you know, is beating the crap out of uh, <laughs> out of what's his name? Shooter, <laughs> Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Stand still. <laughs> 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 I will say though, man, he proved that he can mix it up with the best of it. If we're gonna go, um, you know, club hopping, he can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> to use a phrase that the kids use, Watson had smoke. <laughs> <laughs> He absolutely did because I mean because they made a mention that he like it was him against four men and he was still holding his own. I'm like, go Watson, good for you. Well, I mean, he even came in because Holmes pretty much outsmarted himself and got himself locked in that closet, <laughs> and he had to come in there all Indiana Jones style with a whip. I don't know where he got the whip, but but he brought it in. It's a yeah, he brought whip. it in. Yeah, he's out there just Indy Jones and these fools, and then goes in there and saves the day because uh, I think that poor woman would have been toast if it wasn't for Watson. I like how his hair's all befuddled, too. It's all messed up. <laughs> I want to see that before conversation, like, where Holmes is like, all right, here's what I need you to do. Yeah. <laughs> I usually go in there and just start wailing on this guy. Just hey, Watson's like, word. <laughs> Can't do I, I wanna- what I kind of wonder is if you remember like a few episodes ago, it seemed like Watson was a little bit frustrated by Holmes shenanigans. And most of this episode is like, OK, yeah, let's do it. Where are we going? <laughs> what are we doing again? Yeah, all right. All right. I just got to beat up the guy at the front desk for no reason. <laughs> Can't do. It's been a while since I fought off a whole mental ward. Yeah, because it used to be, I'm a doctor. I'm a privileged person of this society. <laughs> nah, nah, let's, let's do it. <laughs> Go for it. I'm going to do a flashback here since there wasn't none in the show, but <laughs> he can beat up all these people. But yet, remember that time that he got accosted in the alley or walking home from the bar and he didn't do anything? By a ghost. By a ghost, yeah. He was stunned. Maybe his instincts yeah. have gotten better uh, since then. Man, I think he was three sheets to the yeah, wind at that point, too. I think he was tore up from the floor up, as they say. <laughs> Ooh. As the kids say. Careful, Jared. <laughs> He hate when he spot my <laughs> uh, speaking, speaking of Delvin, 
Let's get a, one more high or low out of you, my friend. One more high. I have learned to smile at Holmes when he tells Watson to get your hat, you know, because, you know, the game's afoot and that's cool. And also when Lestrade, because they've done this before, too, where, you know, Holmes is like, I know who the killer is. And Lestrade's like, what? Yeah, you know who the killer is. Like, of course I know who the killer is. Don't you? Don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's a like, one up one. I enjoy hearing those. I hope that they repeat in the future because they've kind of become familiar to me at that point. And I, I like hearing those. Well, I think, too, that it shows how Holmes is always keeping abreast of what's going on within the city and how he's just kind of a voracious reader of all of the newspapers. He had all the intel he needed right away to figure out what was up. And that's something that's kind of was a nice callback to the books as well. Anyone else have a high or a low that they'd like to share before we move into fun facts? I got a low. Oh, <gasps> mm. Don't There's bring no brandy in here. No There's brandy. No brandy. <laughs> oh, no brandy. No offer to, you know, this to help you. Yeah. Only there could have been brandy. Mm. You know what? I think I might start doing. Maybe I'll start to sip on something while I'm watching the next few shows. That's always a good idea. You're going to go yeah. with brandy? Not no, morphine. Don't okay. do the morphine. No. <laughs> and a nice cigar. Yes. Oh, pipe. Yeah, pipe. That's what I mean. (laughs) Well, we keep those under lock and key for good reason. Yeah, we got to hire an armed guard these days. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do some fun facts. Not a lot going on in this one, but I found a little bit here, a little bit there. This is a return performance for Miss Delphine Sayrig, who played Betty. And I have an extra brandy here for anyone who can tell me where we've seen her before. I remember reading the name. Yes, you did read the name. Anybody? Anybody on where we've seen her before? Was it Split Ticket? It was not Split Ticket, but I appreciate your boldness. Mm, That's a good one. Yes. Is it older than that? Yeah, it is. Don't hunt for hints, Pat. This isn't Rookie Agents. (laughs) Was she going to marry somebody? She was going to marry somebody. Oh. Oh, that's on to something. Uh, yep, she's been a fiancé twice now. And let's just say that? it's that good luck to be her fiancé. <laughs> she's oh, was, it, was she the fiancé, the guy that was getting tortured? It was not. Oh, Pat, if you put it together, was, should I reveal it? I can't put it together. I, boy. It was the Mother Hubbard case. And she oh. played Margaret Martini. Remember, she no, was a fiancé, but that dude was straight up dead in somebody's house. So she was Margaret uh, Martini. Yeah. The Mother Hubbard case. So close. Yeah, I know. So you're on the, right the next fun fact is Mr. Paul Durand. We love his music on the show. He does the intro and the outro music. He's done music for many, many other shows on uh, French films and television. He's a musical mastermind. And even though he passed away in 1977, his music still pops up in modern films, including 2002's The Quiet American and 2011's Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson. So Paul Durand's music lives on long after he's passed away. Those Very are my cool. fun facts. Feel free to applaud at this point. Thank you. Please clap. (laughs) Please clap. (laughs) So with that, let's get into our pipe ratings. Everybody get out the pipes, which I think are safely under lock and key this time. (laughs) I had the key in that that slippery son of a gun, Sean Connery. (laughs) I've got the key. I've got the key. Well, they are where they are supposed to be. We had to get a new trunk since Connery stole the old trunk. We got all the pipes back. Ooh. So here's your five pipes. Here's your five pipes. Here's your five pipes. Got mine. Thank you. 
Thank you. All right. Let's go. And you know what, Dr. Cristado, since you were so patient and you didn't freak out about the pipes this time, why don't you? I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to watch myself now. I, you know, I'm trying to be good. It, it shows. Your eyes are less bloodshot. You seem more uh, lucid than usual. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think I need a little more brandy. <laughs> oh, you switched over to bad habits. I love it. Yeah. All right. I guess we got to get a lock to the brandy case. Dang it. Uh, you, first, you got to stock it. Because <laughs> I, I think priority. it's a little empty right now. <laughs> oh, man. What the heck? <laughs> Dude, we had like three full things of brandy in here. This like, thing's like two thirds water. <laughs> it's a long flight. <laughs> Is this was this you or Connery that drank all this? Well, you know, it's a team effort, laddie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, Pat. So, uh, what you got, man? What are you going to score this one? I'm going to give it a five. I like this Ooh, one. I love this one. Topped out. Yeah, there was a lot of good in this. I have in my notes. I have no bad besides the Randy, but you know, near all me. <laughs> I'm starting to learn, yeah. <laughs> so I, I liked it. It was you had sneaky homes. It was a mystery that needed to be solved, and only Holmes knew it. And they went about it in doing it the right way of showing how how he came about it and filling us in. So it's a five. Oh man, five from Pat. Woo, Jace. Uh, I'm going to give it a little bit lower. I did like the energy of the film. I liked how they had more of the exterior scenes again. There definitely seems to be more movement and a lot of action. I liked how Watson really is the one that came in and saved the day, so that was pretty cool. We had Bobby Wilkins, which we talked about. That always bumps it up a little bit. The only thing that was really down for me was I'd pretty much figured out the mystery about the same time as Holmes, and they never really explained the ghostly vision of the guy that was obviously the father-in-law playing the violin. <laughs> they really left that hanging. I'm going to land on a four. I think it was very good, not perfect. Um, along the same lines as Jason, I didn't have anything bad to say about the episode. So nothing bad to say plus Wilkins uh, using some old math from episodes <laughs> past. It's going to land me out of four. I didn't think it was like all time great, but there were a lot of elements in the show that I really did enjoy. Jared, what do you have. I'm going to go with you guys on that four. I liked it a lot. I'm going to agree with Jason. My biggest beef was we never really explained the ghostly apparition and how he pulled off the apparition part. We kind of got a half-baked explanation about soap on a bow and him playing a record of violin music. But It's the drugs. She was on a drug. Yeah, and I kind of pieced that together myself, but it just seemed a little wishy-washy for me. But overall, it was a lot of fun. It was a good solid episode, so it's, it's a strong four for me. Sometimes you just got to believe. Well, sometimes you got to eat the filler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> eat that it's filler how, and believe how it. Pat knew right away what it was after all his runs on these pipes and everything. Like, <laughs> I, I know exactly what was causing that ghostly apparition. It's happening to me right now. I got the DTs. <laughs> the snozzberries taste like snozzberries. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, those are the ratings, and it sounds like we all enjoyed this one, and I'm glad we did. So uh, I'm sure we'll look forward to the next one, and Jason will tell us about that in a little bit. But first, we got to do the mailbag. So I'll tell you what, uh, DJ Cristados, you hand me that mailbag. All right. Uh, you hand, uh, Give me some of your uh, – take up your pipes here. Let's and let take your the, pipes. Let's let them. I, I got the pipes. Oh, okay. And uh, we'll have Jason. Jason, you just go ahead and check the brandy case real quick. <laughs> I told you it's empty. <laughs> you guys need to go get this more. Thing is, this thing is Some, empty. Someone didn't <laughs> stop it. <laughs> you and your addictions are going to be the death of this show, man. <laughs> 
I can't help you've it. You've got a problem. You've got a serious, <laughs> serious problem. It's not me and Sean. <laughs> now he's blaming we, it on the man. We get talking, and then he's like, "Hey, let's get a, let's get some brandy." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, Sean, whatever, you know, that's fine." <laughs> oh, good. Let's get this mailbag. We got we got a pretty nice, hefty mailbag going on this week. Let's start with our likes, shares, and retweets. These are the folks that are out there doing it for us on the social media, spreading the word, giving us those likes, shares, and retweets. We greatly appreciate it, and we'll let Delvin kick us off with our list. When we'll start with our buddy head aaron moss thank you then we'll go to abigail hopper thanks abigail and we got a comment from al sedano thanks al speaking of gots to get it alan middleton the professor stone cold steve austin kike and doll thanks austin <laughs> And I've got a uh, peaceful, easy feeling here from Big Easy 77. Our old friend Bill Beer, or maybe it's Bear or Beret. I don't know. Thanks, Bill. Bill Signs. Bradford William. Is that name backwards? No, that's his real name. He's the guy oh. that does the Cast Dice podcast that I did the Never Say Never episode on. Nice. Thank you, Bradford. Nice. Brian Mulvey. Thanks, Brian. We've got Chris from BTO and Bat Books, and I invite you to Clinton Robinson, Cuckoo And his blog, Coffee and Comics. Got a devilishly good time here in Devil in Time. We got one, oh man, from Star of the Silver Screen, Hugo Weaving. Oh wait, Eddie Weaving. <laughs> so Hugo close. Weaving. So close. Must be his brother. Yeah, tell your brother Hugo that we loved him in Captain America, even though he was forgotten. G.I. Joe, a real American headcast podcast. Next up is Gautam Kumar Moitro. Then we have Gene Hendricks. Thanks for listening, Gene. Then we got our buddy Jerry Green. Thanks, Jerry. In brightest day and darkest night, no one can escape Green Lantern HG. We have Hal Jordan. Thanks, Hal. Ivan Chudley. Thanks for listening, Ivan. Jay Bond. He's got a license to listen. Kevin Dale Duncan. Maria Culturus. Thank you, Maria. And we're especially proud for this next one. Mike Peacock. Thanks for listening, Mike. Well, this next one, I'm not sure if it's a name or I'm about to cast a spell, but whatever. Parsa. <laughs> Sarathi. Malik. Thanks for listening, and I think I might have just conjured oh. up a demon. Ribbit. Oh, look at that. <laughs> They're delving into a frog. <laughs> The brandy cabinets just got full. <laughs> and it only cost Pat's soul. <laughs> that name was really rad. And speaking about rad, we have Rad Adventures. We have Ranger Gord. Thanks, Ranger. Ross Michaud. Thanks for listening, Ross. Ruth Sutherland, the prettier half of the Rad Adventures. I don't know. Darren's pretty... Um, Darren's pretty fine. He's, he's, he's got himself sorted out. That's for sure. That, that beer game is on point. It is. Really. It is, yeah. <laughs> That man is a gentleman among gentlemen. He yes. is. Indeed, sir. Speaking about gentlemen, we have Steve H. Lamplo. The hammer strikes! I wanted to accentuate that exclamation point. Well, you did a great job. Thank you, the hammer strikes. And they're halfway through their five-year mission. It's <laughs> Trekker Talk. <laughs> it doesn't get old. <laughs> And I want to give a shout out to Walt J.B. Mitty. I think he's part of Laugh, right? Delvin's loyal army of friends. He is, yes. Warlord Worlds. And more from Ruth and Darren, we have Xenozoic Xenophiles. We'll wrap it up with your idol. Thanks for listening, idol. Time to go grab us some comments. 
Yeah, we'll do that same order. So, uh, Delvin, grab yourself a comment. Okay. We will start with a liker of many of my tweets, Green Lantern HG. He says, great episode, guys. Thanks for making my Saturday mornings better since there's no more Saturday morning cartoons. Just one thing. I've never heard so much profanity over Spotted. What? <laughs> Look, GL, we don't, are don't in negotiations with Pat. We are trying to let him know that Spotted... It's not a curse word, but he's holding fast to that. And we can't really do much about it since he's the one that does the cutting and scratching for this podcast. My mind he says. even said he, he was going to bleep me if I said spotted so I can't even say that. My mom says spotted is a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk to Mrs. Sampson. <laughs> well, I think we could keep this theme going with uh, Hal Jordan's comment. He says, uh, I say, old chap, would you care for some spotted wee-wee? <laughs> <laughs> See, let wee. that go. You'll let that one go? I guess I spotted Wee Wee. Sure. <laughs> yes. Sure. Good one, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I'll do one from our good friend Dave Collins, Old Ben One. He old said man. he hasn't been able to finish the episode completely yet because he is at State Band Championship, I assume. He's playing the flute. But as always, love the witty banter and the insights you guys bring to the show. Also love the fact this one has about 100% more Dave references, and I need more of that. Well, we're happy to reference you, Dave, and I'm sure you'll be back on the show once the proper amount of money changes hands. <laughs> Got to restock that brandy cabinet. Dave's kind of my partner in... Uh, um, yeah, I like Dave. <laughs> yeah, he does like to Irish up the tea, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, he found out about it, and, and it's been a revelation to him. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that leaves Pat with a comment. I forgot to do my sweet paper rustling sound effect, so just imagine it here. And Go ahead, Pat. Well, the next one we have is from our friend of the show, Ryan Daly. And Ryan whispers, he says, whispers, good one, Pat. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. You... <laughs> You get me, Ryan. You really get me. Ryan with the very nice touches. He has that perfect blend of geek humor. It seems very practiced, and I'm somewhat envious, I'll be honest. Uh, Yeah. Give it time, Delvin. You'll get there. Oh. I have faith in you. Again, it goes back. You just got to believe. He believes in me. All right. Let's... let's, uh... (laughs) Lord knows just what he sees in me. Okay, I'm um, one day on this podcast. I'm here at last. Jason, close the show. It's closing time. This time is mine. That's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, I'm glad you'd asked. You can find us on iTunes. Google Play, and most podcatchers, or at www.longboxcrusade.com. We're also on Twitter at Longbox Crusade, on Facebook at Longbox Crusade, and now we are on Instagram mm-hmm. at Longbox Crusade. Give us a like there as well. I'm detecting a theme here. I think Longbox Crusade is the keyword that you want to look for. That is correct. All right. If you want to hear us on our track through all the James Bond films, check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared or Sean, where can they find that? Well, it's Sean, and I want to let you know that you can find on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast at iTunes and Google Play and most of your podcatchers. Go to www.secretpodcast.podbean.com and on Twitter at OHMSpod. Appreciate you guys. You've had a lot of patience with me. I have restocked your brandy containers to the brim. Oh. 
Oh, that's awfully wow. nice. Uh, that's yeah, that is nice. I I just wanted to pay you back, but uh, thanks for having me on. Enjoy the brandy that I've already drank all three containers. <laughs> I have three God sheets it, to the wind. <laughs> I'm not even wearing pants. Hey. Check this out. Look at the coconuts on my joke. <laughs> you were supposed to uh, save them for me. Uh, <laughs> Do what I want. All right. Well, with that, if you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pat. Where can they find you? Jason, they can find me on the Twitter at Christatos01. And now you can also find me on the Instagram at Christatos01 as well. Ooh. Come and join me. Go in there and like Pat. I'm going to do that right now. Hold on, everybody. I'm I'm friending Pat on yeah, Instagram. Oh, and you should right do now. the same. Woo-hoo. You guys are late. I already followed oh, our fearless leader, DJ Christatos. On no one's on it. He's on it. No, on it. Bad. It's all right. And you think you're about to ask me, where can you find oh, me? Oh, yeah, Delvin. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1977. But you can also find the exploits of the Longbox Crusade on Instagram as well, which I'm running that account. And that is at Longbox Crusade. You might find a spotted <laughs> recipe on there. <laughs> Yes. I, I'm looking that up now. I, I, it's it's going to be on there in minutes, and you think I'm kidding. I can send you some <laughs> pictures of mine, boy. <laughs> no, no, Sean. No. We've already seen your spotted wee-wee, Sean. <laughs> Not voluntarily, I might add. Hashtag overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> TMI. TMI. <laughs> Let me just save us here and tell you guys where you can find me on social media. I'm the Art Sale Artist on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Check it out. If you, you know, want to chat, do that. If you, you know, want to spend money, theyardsaleartist.bigcartel.com. And why wouldn't you? Christmas is coming. That's right. Lots of good stuff on that website. Thank you, sir. And I guess that just leaves me. So if you want to give old Weasel Skull a call, you can find me at Twitter at Weasel Skull or I'm Jason Albrick on Facebook and Instagram. That'll wrap us up. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next episode. And that episode is The Case of the Greystone Inscription. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street, of course. Hopefully fully stocked with brandy. Yes. Yes.